Hello, welcome to my podcast. I do apologise if I make any mistakes in the narration. Um, but hopefully I shouldn't. Now, in this podcast, I will be reading from the book Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Now, this podcast will be a short one just to see if people would, would prefer me to do shorter or longer podcasts. And if you would prefer a longer podcast, then please let me know down in the voice message box. But also, you can use the voice message box so I can hear your suggestions of what you want me to read and what you want me to narrate so and if you want me to narrate a story it can be true or it can be made up there's no set uh, role with that so without further ado let's get into it sit back relax and enjoy the cat's paw somebody was still in the meat jed smith kept in his smokehouse every day a ham or some bacon or something else was missing finally jed decided he had had to put a stop to it one night he hid in his smokehouse with his rifle and waited for the thief he didn't have to wait long for soon a black she cat slunk in she was the biggest cat Jed had ever seen when she jumped up and pulled down a ham hanging from the ceiling Jed grabbed his rifle and turned on the ra- and turned on the, la- the lights but instead of running away the cat jumped at him he fired and shot off one of her paws Jed was sure he heard a woman scream after his gun went off the cat the cat began tearing around the room spitting and yowling then she ran up the chimney and was gone Jed stared at the cat's paw only it wasn't a cat's paw anymore a woman's hand lay wriggling 
on the floor, all shot up and bloody. Suddenly, Jed's neighbour, a man called Vedic, rushed to the doctors. And told the doctor he needed to help his wife. arrived just in time. Bidick said to Jed, everyone who was there at the doctors said the woman was spitting and yowling just like a cat. When she saw, when she saw him, she screamed and ran. This chapter is filled with ghost stories. In one, a man has just become a ghost, but doesn't know it yet. In another, a pirate ship and crew return from a watery grave. And there are other frightful events. asleep when she heard a strange voice. Ellen, it whispered, I am coming up the stairs. I am on the first step. Now, I am on the second step. Ellen got scared and called her parents. But they didn't hear her, and they didn't come. Then the voice whispered, Ellen, I'm on the top step. Now, I'm in the hall. Now, I'm outside your room. 
Then it whispered, I'm standing right next to your bed. And then, I've got you. Ellen screamed, and the voice stopped. Her father rushed into the room and turned on the light. Somebody's in here, Ellen said. They looked and looked. Nobody was there. Oh, Susanna, Susanna and Jane shared a small apartment near the university where there were, where there were students. When Susanna got back from the library one night, the lights were out and Jane was asleep. Susanna undressed in the dark and quietly got into bed. She had almost fallen asleep when she heard someone humming the tune to the song, Oh Susanna. Jane, she said, please stop humming. I want to get some sleep. Jane didn't answer. But the humming stopped and Susanna fell asleep. She awakened early the next morning. Too early, she decided and was trying to get back to sleep when she heard the humming again. Please go back to sleep, Jane said. She told Jane, it's too early to get up. Jane didn't answer, but the humming continued. Susanna became angry. Cut it out, she said. It's not funny. When the humming still did not stop, she lost her temper. She jumped out of bed, pulled the covers off, and screamed. Jane's head was gone. Somebody had cut off her head. I'm having a nightmare, Susanna told herself. When I wake up, everything will be alright. The man in the middle. It was almost midnight. It was almost midnight. Sally Truett. I just gotten on the subway train at Fiftieth Street after visiting her mother. Don't worry, Sally told herself. The subway is safe. There is always a policeman on duty. But that night she didn't see one, except for her, the subway car was empty. Out 42nd Street, three tough-looking men got on to a them, but holding the third, who appeared to be drunk. His head rolled from side to side, and his legs refused to work. When they got on, he sat between them. His head came to rest on one of their shoulders. Sally thought he was staring at her. He buried her head 
in a book and try to notice that he was not there at 28th Street. One of the men stood up, take it easy Jim, he said to the man in the middle and got off. At 23rd Street, Jim's other friend stood up, you'll be fine, he said and got off. Now the only ones left in the car were Jim and Sally, pitched onto the floor at Sally's feet. When she looked down at him, she saw a trickle of blood on the side of his head and just above it, a bullet hole.